Welcome to Goddess Awakening, the only podcast that uses coaching and feminine energy to rewire your brain and awaken your body so that you can create better relationships with yourself, your partner, and others, and create what you desire in life. And now, here's your host, certified coach, published author, and goddess, Penelope Magulianiti. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Goddess Awakening podcast. I am your host, Penelope Magulianidi, and in today's episode, we are going to dive deep into a topic that's very important to our lives, relationships. We will explore the transformative power of mindfulness in our relationships and how cultivating presence can significantly change our connections, whether it's with a partner, family, friends, or even colleagues, our relationships shape us and have a big influence on our overall well-being. And often, these relationships can sometimes be challenging, filled with misunderstandings and unexpe- unexpressed emotions. And this is where mindfulness comes in, because mindfulness allows us to bring a sense of presence understanding and compassion into our relationships, fundamentally changing how we relate to others and ourselves. But first, let me explain what I mean with mindfulness. When we hear usually the word mindfulness, the first thing that comes usually in mind is meditation. But mindfulness is a way of life. Practicing mindfulness means living in the present moment, consciously and fully, whether we are eating, walking, talking, or doing any other activity. When we are in the present moment, we are practicing mindfulness. It's about being aware of our thoughts, feelings, our surroundings, and not getting overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's happening around us. And how mindfulness works in our relationship, it's very important. And there are five points that will help us to understand how to practice mindfulness in our relationships. And I would like to share them with you right now. The first point that I want to share is self-awareness. Mindfulness begins with self-awareness, understanding our thoughts, our feelings, and our reactions. When we pay attention to our thoughts, we become more in tune with what we are experiencing internally. We start paying attention to what our mind is telling us, to the message that our mind is passing to us. And this is why awareness is crucial in our relationships because it helps us understand our emotional patterns our reactions when our partner, let's just say, 
say something to us, or when a colleague make a comment, what do we make it mean? What meaning do we give to a comment that our partner said? Are we getting irritated because of that comment? And it can also help us understand our behaviors. When we pay attention to our thoughts, we will be able to recognize when our past experiences might be influences our current reactions. And what I mean by this, if something happened in the past and someone said to us something today that bring that thought in the now, it will influence our current reaction. So when we are mindful, we won't react. We will respond with more um, thought. We will respond more thoughtfully rather than react impulsively, which it causes less problems that it will cause if we reacted. So mindfulness with self-awareness as the first point is very important. The second point is communication. Mindfulness improves communication, which is also very important in maintaining a healthy relationship. When we are mindful, we are present. And when we are present, we listen better. Mindful listening means truly hearing what the other person is saying without planning our responses or letting our mind wander to other things. Have you ever been in a conversation and your mind drifted away to somewhere else without really paying attention to what the other person was saying? Or how about asking a question and instead of listening the answer, you are thinking on how you're going to respond. This is not mindful listening. And many of us, if not all of us, we've been in that situation. And the same applies to mindful speaking. It involves expressing ourselves honestly and clearly with full awareness that our words might have a big impact on the other person. And I don't know if you've heard the saying, choose your words wisely, but in this case, it applies 100%. Especially with the messages we pass on our kids and on ourselves. So pay attention to what you keep telling to yourself. To what messages are you passing to your kids? Empathy and compassion is the third point. As we become more aware of our emotions, we can also become more sensitive to others' feelings. We become kinder and more understanding, allowing for a deeper emotional intimacy, especially with our partner, we are able to understand and respect and have compassion of how he or she feels. Point number four is conflict resolution. Relationships 
aren't without disagreements, of course, or conflicts. However, mindfulness can help us navigate these situations more effectively. When we are present and aware during a disagreement, we can prevent escalation because we are not going to react. We are present. We can even avoid harmful language or actions and instead work towards a resolution that respects both parties' feelings. And finally, point number five is appreciation. Often, we take our relationships for granted and overlook the positive aspects. But when we live in the present, not in the past, not in the future, right here, right now, in the present, it allows us to appreciate our loved ones for who they are, not for who we are visualize them to be, for who they truly are, being themselves and loving and appreciating all the aspects of their personality. So now, I want us to move on and talk about implementing presence in our relationships. Many times my clients ask me, okay, how can I become more present? How do I implement all these things that you are telling me? It's not easy. Of course it's not. But once you decide to start practicing more mindfulness in your life, slowly, slowly, you will improve. So it's good to know the information, but if you want to see a change, an actual change in your relationship, you must start practicing what you are learning. There are various mindfulness techniques that can be applied in your relationships and One of them is mindful listening. And this is a great practice to have. I've touched touched this a little bit earlier on, but mindful listening is when you are giving your complete attention to the other person when they are speaking without interrupting, judging, or planning your response. You sit there and you listen. You try to understand their perspective, you respect their opinions, and as a result, you communicate more effectively. Together with the mindful listening comes the mindful speech. And again, I've touched it a little bit earlier on, but mindful speech is when you're being fully present, when you're speaking and choosing your words thoughtfully. It's about expressing your feelings honestly, clearly, and kindly, and being aware of how your words might affect the other person. And I'm not suggesting not to be honest here. You can be honest, but you don't need to be mean. And another practice that I often utilize is mindful breathing during conflict. And I practice this technique very often lately with two teenagers in the house. So 
Disagreements are, inevi are inevitable in any relationship. And if you find yourself in a heated conversations, like me with my teenagers, take a moment to focus on your breath. This technique takes deep, slow breaths. It will help you to calm your mind. It will help you reduce emotional reactivity and it will allow you for more thoughtful responses. And you don't have to breathe for minute after minute. Take a couple deep, slow breaths and then reply. I promise you it will make all the difference. Another te technique is mindful observation. And this technique helps you to stop taking your loved ones for granted. With this practice, you're noticing the other person. You're noticing their actions, their words. You're paying attention to their feelings. And it helps them feel more seen and valued. Another good one technique is mindful touch. This is where physical affection takes place. And it's a powerful way to communicate our love and how much we care. And it can come in, a form, in the form of a hug, a comforting hand on the other person's arm, a gentle pat on the back, or a more intimate hug when you are with your partner. And it gives them the sense that you care, that you are interested, and that you want to learn more on what's going on in their lives. And lastly, a technique that I appreciate so much and I use every day is practicing gratitude. Regularly expressing gratitude for each other can significantly enhance relationship satisfaction. It's about acknowledging the things, big or small, doesn't really matter, that you appreciate about the other person all the things they do. And I know that life always brings challenges in our way. And I know that sometimes it can be very hard when you are facing these challenges to be in a mindful state. And that's why I want to explore a couple of these challenges and give you a solution about how to handle if and when this situation arises. So let's explore the challenge when there is resistance or lack of understanding from your partner. And of course, this can create friction. And the solution here, the key here is communication. Explain to them what you want. Explain to them why it's important to you and how it could benefit your relationship. Not in an accusatory way, in a calm, communicating way. And if your partner doesn't want to practice or even try to do it with you, don't give up the idea. You can still practice mindfulness individually, and over time, your partner may begin to notice the benefits and become more open to try it themselves. 
So first, change yourself. Change the way you are approaching the matter. The change that you want to see in others, it must happen in yourself first. Don't try to force it to your partner. Don't become upset with him or her. Start practicing mindfulness for yourself and they will start seeing the changes happening in you and will be, they will become more interested and more drawn to what you're doing. Okay? Okay. Now, let's move to challenge number two. Difficulty in staying present. Our minds are drifting and wander around all the time. They are wandering into the past, into the future, or into any other subjects, into our to-do lists. This can be particularly challenging, especially during heated discussions or when we are dealing with emotional topics. A solution here will be to start practicing mindfulness during less intense or emotional moments. And what I mean by this, it could be as simple as paying full attention when you are having a casual conversation or sharing a meal. So practice being more present when there is not this intense conversation or these intense feelings happening. And over time, as your mindfulness muscle strengthens, you will find it easier to stay present even in a more challenging situations. Practice makes perfect. So start practicing mindfulness when things are calm and you will be able to handle the situations and the conversations when things are more, let's just say, heated. So challenge example number three, falling back into old patterns. When we fall back into old patterns, and this again happens because we try something new, it's uncomfortable, the mind is trying to bring us back within our existing comfort zone. So how do we handle this? to stop falling back into old patterns. It comes down to the reaction in the relationships because usually our reactions in the relationships are often conditioned by past experiences. And despite our best intentions, we might find ourselves falling back into old unhelpful patterns of behavior. And when this happens, don't, first of all, don't get discouraged. And second of all, be patient with yourself. Because changing a long-standing pattern takes time. It takes repetition. It takes practice. So if you find yourself slipping into old behaviors, don't beat yourself up. Instead, recognize it, accept it, and gently remind yourself to bring your focus back to the present moment. Challenge number four, dealing with emotional pain or trauma. For some, mindfulness might bring to, uh, up to the surface past hurts or trauma that have been ignored or suppressed. This can be particularly challenging in the relationship context. In such cases, 
If this is happening to you, it might be helpful to seek professional help. A trauma therapist can provide you with a safe environment to explore these emotions and guide you on how to deal with with them. Don't suppress them. Don't ignore them. Don't even be ashamed by them. You need to resolve this trauma. And mindfulness combined with therapy can be a powerful tool for healing yourself and grow. So if this, if you're finding yourself in this case, go find a specialist to help you overcome it. And finally, challenge number five, expecting immediate results. The world that we are living right now, we all want immediate gratification. We all want the excitement of now. We don't want to put the effort in. So when we are expecting immediate results, the solution is, like any other practice, to be able to understand that the benefits are often seen over time. And I know that we might get discouraged if we don't see immediate improvements in our relationships, but with patience and persistence, we will. Remember, it's not about achieving a particular outcome, but about being present and accepting of whatever arises. By being focused and deciding that whatever comes, I am going to handle it. And if you keep this attitude and this mindset around it, over time, this can bring profound changes in how you relate to others and to yourself. I am going to stop here. I know that I gave you a lot to think about today, but it's such a big an important subject in our life because having good relationship with our partners, our kids, our families, our friends, colleagues, co-workers, whatever, gives us a sense of calmness, happiness, and satisfaction, especially in our intimate relationship. Two days ago, I've celebrated my 17th anniversary with my husband. We've been together for 20 years, 21 actually, married for 17. And we are in the best place ever emotionally. Our connection is incredible. Our communication is fun and playful. And we have this kind of relationship because... At some point in our lives, we've both decided to make it better, to have a better relationship, but it didn't start for both of us simultaneously at the same time. My husband started first this journey of transformation, and at the beginning, I was a little bit skeptical with what he was bringing on the table. Remember the old belief patterns? They were having a field day in my mind with what he was telling me and what he was trying to convince me to start exploring more. He started by being more present in our communication. That was his secret tool. He listened to me more and that made me feel seen and heard. And he showed me the way. And that's why I've said before, 
if your partner doesn't want to follow you at first, don't get discouraged and stop. Keep practicing for your own transformation and eventually he will follow. So to summarize the main points, number one, we practice mindfulness when we become self-aware of our thoughts and feelings and what is causing these thoughts. Second, when we are present, we can communicate better because we actively listen and we also actively speaking. So we don't think ahead of what we want to say. We pay attention to what the person in front of us is saying and we respect their opinions. Number three, we show empathy, compassion and our appreciation to the other person. We are not self-absorbed. We are sensitive on how the others feel and we respect those feelings. Number four, we become better by practicing. Mindful listening and mindful speaking. When there is conflict, we take deep breaths before we respond. And number five, we express our gratitude by acknowledging the things that the other person does, irrespective how big or small they are. I would encourage you to try out the mindfulness techniques I've shared with you in this episode when it comes to your intimate relationships. Share your experiences with me, either by sending me a private message or commenting on the podcast episode. If you have any questions, please ask them and I will answer them on a separate podcast. Share this episode with anyone that you believe it will find it really helpful. Comment, rate this podcast. I will be very grateful. And until next week, much love. Hey, if you're ready to change the things that you don't like in your life, I would like to invite you to watch a free masterclass I created for you to help you gain clarity on what is stopping you now from living the life that you want. Go to penelopemagulianiti.com forward slash gift and claim your gift now.